Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Yahoo Ranger podcast, where we provide podcasts that will enlighten your understanding of Yahweh and his plan for mankind's salvation and eternal life. For more information, please be sure to visit Yahweh.org and YahooRanger.com. Is water baptism necessary for one's salvation and eternal life? How vital was water baptism to Yahushua the Messiah and his apostles? We are told that at one point in Saul's ministry, he could not remember the last time he baptized anyone. Saul states, I did baptize also the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else, for Messiah did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 16 through 17. According to Luke 3.23, Yahushua waited until he began his earthly ministry, being around 30 years of age, before he was baptized by water and the sacred rock. Yet, he knew the truth long before he reached the age of 30. Indeed, the Messiah, the Savior of all those who shall be saved, never baptized anyone during his entire earthly ministry. We find the following statement with John 4, verse 2. Although Yahushua himself did not baptize, but only his disciples. Further, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and many others were declared righteous and heirs to the eternal inheritance and never underwent water baptism. Instead, they used as a seal the act of fleshly circumcision. Although they were circumcised of the flesh, they were setting themselves to be circumcised of heart, an inner spiritual act when quickened to eternal life. The same holds true for water baptism, a fleshly token, setting oneself to be baptized with ruach and fire. Nevertheless, these different baptisms were all symbolic of the resurrection, or water baptism, and baptism of the sacred ruach, which is quickening to eternal life, done in the sacred name on a higher level. Also, note that more than water baptism is needed. For example, those baptized by John's water baptism were found in need of being baptized a second time by the sacred Ruach in the name of Yahweh. The book of Acts states, And he said, Into what then were you baptized? They said, Into John's baptism. And Saul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, Yahushua. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the sovereign Yahushua. And when Saul had laid his hands upon them, the sacred Ruach came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Acts 19, verses 3 and 4. The simple fact of the matter is that the act of water baptism today is under the same requirements as fleshly circumcision of the past. As Saul tells us, circumcision of the flesh is not the important circumcision, but it is the spiritual and inward circumcision of the heart. So we find in the book of Romans, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the Ruach, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of the deity. Romans 2, verses 28 and 29. Fleshly circumcision, like water baptism, is symbolic. If circumcision of the flesh was necessary, then, 
Why are women not capable of being circumcised? Why were the Israelite men not circumcised during their 40 years in the wilderness? Why did Yahweh call Abraham while Abraham was still uncircumcised? Why was Abraham declared justified long before he was fleshly circumcised? Why was no one before Abraham circumcised? The same is true of water baptism. Before the time of John the Baptist, there was no formal command from Yahweh to perform this fleshly act without being connected with the tabernacle or temple. Abraham was determined to be circumcised, that is, symbolically of heart, and righteous while in his physical uncircumcision because he trusted in Yahweh. See Romans 4, 1-12. No one is declared righteous by Yahweh because men baptize them, whether by water or rock. But man is justified by his trust in Yahweh. As Saul states, Circumcision of the flesh is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping the commandments of Yahweh is something. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 19. At the same time, Water baptism profits you nothing if you transgress the Torah of Moses. And keep in mind that John the Baptist performed his water baptism under the Torah of Moses, and the apostles performed baptism on those who were not under the Torah of Moses, but still under the Torah of trust. Remember, the Torah of trust is what Abraham was under. Per our example from scriptures regarding fleshly circumcision, water baptism is nothing and not being baptized is nothing but keeping the commandments of Yahweh and obeying His voice is something. Furthermore, who among us today has either the authority or is in possession of Ruach in order to baptize with water or the Ruach? John the Baptist, the apostles, and other disciples who baptized in the past were under direct orders by Yahweh, or Yahushua the Messiah, to baptize. See John 1, verse 33, and Matthew 28, verses 16 through 19. Who has this authority to baptize in our present day? All who originally held this authority have died. Who can rightfully claim direct authority from those who had authorization or through one of their agents? Do we have the authority to baptize ourselves? Can we give ourselves this authority? Try as one may, one passage in scriptures cannot be found that gives anyone the authority to perform baptisms today. Pointing to passages where the apostles were provided direct authority cannot be used to give ourselves authority, no matter how much wishful thinking we may have. If Yahweh wants us to pick up the ceremony of baptism, He must authorize someone to perform the act, just as John the Baptist and the apostles were duly authorized. Only true baptism will permanently profit a person. This baptism comes after a person's death, resurrection, and then quickening into eternal life. Yet, the first part of baptism, that is, the resurrection symbolized by water baptism, also does not profit you if afterward you reject repentance and refuse Yahweh. Should we not be baptized in water and ruach today? Of course, this symbolic act would be good, but it would only be of value if we were prepared to take on the responsibility of such tokens and seals. It is a professing of one's trust in Yahweh, as circumcision was a token for Abraham. However, this brings us back to the question, who will baptize us? Who has the authority? Herein lies the rub. If we baptize ourselves without authority, what force is it? And in what trust do we honor ourselves? We should not forget that King Saul, 
becoming impatient for the arrival of Samuel the priest and prophet of Yahweh, performed sacrifices in the name of Yahweh without authority. As a result, Saul lost his kingdom. See 1 Samuel 13, 7-14. Do we exhibit trust if, without an authorized agent from Yahweh, we give ourselves authority and baptize ourselves in the name of Yahweh? Is a person condemned if not baptized by men with water, ruach, or even both? Certainly not. Many who lived and died before Abraham never experienced water baptism or fleshly circumcision. But none of these, such as righteous Abel, Enoch, and Noah, shall be rejected on that basis. Abraham was never baptized with water, and neither were Isaac, Jacob, King David, and many of the prophets named in the Old Testament. Yet they are assured of receiving eternal life when they will be resurrected in the first resurrection. Water and Ruach baptism by men can come only by the authority of Yahweh, and is to be used as a seal of trust in Yahweh, as a token of the great baptism that is yet to occur at the end of this world age. It is acting out prophecy. All baptisms signify our entrance into the body of the Messiah in this age, and point to the eternal membership into his body, after our quickening into eternal life. Water baptism is a type of fleshly circumcision for all nations, and is an act of repentance. It is not a burden to be placed on a person, which, if not performed, removes one from achieving salvation. We must watch for the eternal baptism by Yahweh when He baptizes us with the sacred Ruach, or quickens us into eternal life, and then perfects us by the sacred Ruach of fire. See Matthew 3, verse 11. Whether one trusts or not, all will undergo baptism. With the first resurrection and second resurrection, all will be resurrected into the body of the Messiah, death and resurrection equaling symbolic water baptism, for all will know Yahweh from the least to the greatest. All shall be baptized with the sacred Ruach, but many shall turn away from the truth, even after receiving this gift. See Hebrews 6, verses 1-8. through 8. Yahweh's fire baptism will also be performed in all. For those not trusting, the fire baptism will condemn them to eternal death. For those trusting, it will give them eternal life and perfection. Hopefully this podcast has enlightened the listener to understand the issue of water baptism better and whether it is necessary for salvation. For information concerning the resurrections, please refer to the article, The Eighth Millennium Judgment Day, at yahwehranger.com. May Yahweh be with you on your journey to discovering Yahweh's truth.